Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. On June 23, 1972, Richard Nixon conspires to cover up the Watergate investigation. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. On this date in 1972, less than a week after the break-in at the Watergate, President Nixon and his chief of staff, H.R. Bob Haldeman, had a conversation that would change history. It took place in the Oval Office between 10.04 and 11.39 a.m. The subject, as Haldeman said, was the investigation you know, the Democratic break-in thing. The FBI was investigating, which was bad news for the White House even fatal news. Haldeman's idea, to ask Deputy CIA Director Vernon Walters to reach out to acting FBI Director L. Patrick Gray and stop the probe. To Nixon in the Oval Office, Haldeman said, the way to handle this now is for us to have Walters call Pat Gray and just say, stay the hell out of this. This is a business here. We don't want you to go any further on it. Nixon replied, you call them in, good, good deal, play it tough. That's the way they play it, and that's the way we are going to play it. When you get these people in, say, look, the problem is that this will open the whole Bay of Pigs thing, and the president just feels that, uh, without going into the details, don't lie to them to the extent to say there's no involvement, but just say this is sort of a comedy of errors, bizarre, without getting into it. The president believes that it is going to open the whole Bay of Pigs thing up again. What did Nixon mean by the whole Bay of Pigs thing? That question is the source of much historical debate, but it's likely that Nixon believed Kennedy-era attempts on the life of Fidel Castro had something to do with JFK's own assassination in 1963. If this is what Nixon had in mind, his remarks to Haldeman on June 23rd show the depth of his anxiety. Several of the Watergate burglars were connected with the 1961 operation at the Bay of Pigs. By invoking the possibility that the CIA had somehow caused, or at least played a role in causing, the tragedy of Dallas, Nixon was demonstrating the steeliest of political wills, and essentially threatening a kind of bureaucratic Armageddon. It didn't work, which itself suggests that this line of speculation is not wholly accurate. The FBI investigation continued, and eventually the tape, known as the smoking gun, was ordered released by the Supreme Court in a 1974 decision. That ruling, and the contents of the June 23rd tape, brought on Nixon's resignation. It was, to be sure, a different era. A president of the United States lost the support of his own party in the face of evidence of wrongdoing. Whether American politics retains a sense of shame and an ultimate regard for the rule of law is now an open question. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History 
is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, chief content officer and founding partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge and Chris Basil. Production assistance and operations by Andy Jaskowitz, Adam Macias, and Kelly Rafferty. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.